Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. Veggies are not always the most appealing, especially raw or affordable in the wintertime. So how can we focus on getting more vegetables in? We all know vegetables are good for us, even when the harvest is sparse and we're craving more bread than Brussels sprouts. I'm going to share with you 10 ways to eat more vegetables this winter, including lots of kid-friendly ideas. Does cooking feel like a struggle more often than you want to admit? Do school lunches get boring after the third week and even cereal for breakfast sometimes feels like too much effort? let alone feeding yourself and your family meals with vegetables they'll actually eat? If you're a busy mama like me, you can probably relate. I'm Chris Dovniak, and welcome to My Healthy Mama Kitchen. I'm a trained chef, culinary nutritionist, and mama of two, and I'm here to guide you in making healthy eating easy and accessible by simplifying your meal plan, demystifying meal prep, taking the stress out of weeknight dinners, and helping you learn to cook your family delicious, nutrient-dense meals along the way, without spending hours in the kitchen or thousands of dollars a month at Whole Foods. In this podcast, I'm here to share my best tips, tools, and hacks for your real-life Healthy Mama kitchen with a side of humor and sometimes a little bit of spice. So grab your favorite apron and let's get cooking. Welcome back to the Healthy Mama Kitchen podcast. I'm Chris, your host, and gosh, vegetables. Vegetables are such a hard topic. I hear from moms all of the time in the cooking club and over on Instagram. Give me suggestions to get my kids to eat vegetables. Oftentimes, our kids don't naturally like vegetables. And a lot of the time, it's because the way we're preparing vegetables isn't appealing or we're not varying the way that we prepare vegetables. And that is not meant to make you feel bad in the least bit. I also get into ruts of preparing the vegetables that my family loves in the exact same way. It's roasted broccoli, and sautéed kale up in here most weeks. But there are so many different ways that we can eat veggies and we can get veggies in for our kids. So I want to start kind of a series of sharing more about how you can get vegetables into yourself and your kids in creative ways. So I want to share with you creative ways to eat more vegetables this winter because winter, like I said, can be one of those times where vegetables just feel a little bit less appealing and they can be less affordable as well. Well, fruit more so than vegetables. But 
if you're not used to the vegetables that are available in the winter time and you're more cucumbers and tomatoes, which I know are technically a fruit, which are more summer vegetables, then you might need a little bit of inspiration. So I hope this gives you some inspiration for how to eat more vegetables in the winter time, some new ideas for you and your family. So tip number one, embrace in-season vegetables. I have a whole episode two episodes ago about in-season vegetables. Vegetables can be so delicious when they are in season, when they are at their peak ripeness. So embrace in-season vegetables. Vegetables in the winter time that are super delicious are any of your winter squashes, any of your dark leafy greens, which I know kids may or may not like, but I'll give you lots of ideas to get vegetables in. Remember, um, winter squash, sweet potatoes, cabbage, potatoes, onions, carrots, celery. Did I say cabbage? Cauliflower. There are so many so many delicious vegetables available in the winter, even though we, I think, sometimes feel like vegetables are less available in the winter or less fresh. But there are a lot of winter vegetables. So embrace the in-season vegetables. Roast up those vegetables that are a little bit heartier. Mash up some sweet potatoes or some parsnips, or better yet, do it together. Some potatoes. Potatoes are surprisingly nutrient-dense. I always thought that potatoes were one of the least nutrient-dense vegetables, but their skin especially is packed with minerals, so they're a great starch option. So embrace those in-season vegetables. Like I said, roasted, mashed, baked, anything but the same old, same old. What is a different way that you can try an in-season vegetable or what is a new in-season vegetable that you might not have tried before? If you typically stick to carrots, why not try parsnips? Parsnips are really delicious, roasted up with thyme and garlic like parsnip fries. We love an assortment of winter root vegetables all roasted up together and drizzled with a little bit of honey when they come out of the oven. It's a little bit sweet, a little bit savory super tasty. If your kids haven't traditionally liked Brussels sprouts because you've always steamed them, maybe try roasting them or shredding them and creating a warm Brussels sprouts salad. If they don't like steamed broccoli, try roasted broccoli. If they don't like roasted broccoli, maybe you can chop that broccoli up and turn it into a broccoli cheddar soup. So looking into the vegetables that are in season at their peak ripeness, they are going to just naturally be tastier. And considering how you might incorporate one or two new vegetables into your meal plan next week. Number two, add them to soups, stews, and chilies. This is probably the easiest way to get in more vegetables in the wintertime. How can you sneak more vegetables into your soups, stews, and chilies? I find with kids who are a little bit more selective, when you feed them new things next to things they're already comfortable with, this tends to be a more inviting way for kids to eat vegetables. So something like a vegetable soup that has vegetables that they already know in there. Maybe you add in some parsnips or another root vegetable, something that they're not used to, but they're willing to try it because it's next to the carrots and the celery that they see all the time. A pureed soup is also a great way to get in a lot of vegetables. You can get in those winter root vegetables like that winter squash, your butternut squash, and your delicata squash, and your acorn squash, or you can add in potatoes, parsnips, carrots, celery. So many different ways to get in vegetables in pureed soup. A pureed cauliflower soup is absolutely delicious. Potato leek soup as well. 
or whatever your favorite soup is, plus adding in a couple handfuls of finely chopped spinach or kale at the end is a great way to boost nutrients, get in more vegetables to the soup, while also not being as scary as a whole plateful of kale. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, my kids love sautéed kale, but especially my older one is not a huge fan of just a pile of sautéed spinach, but she will eat it most of the time in soups. So again, trying out new preparations. Tip number three, if you don't have as many vegetables available to you in your local area or you want a more budget-friendly way to eat vegetables, my hand is raised, is go for frozen. I think frozen vegetables are so underrated and they're frozen at their peak ripeness, so they're probably like the best, freshest vegetables you can get other than the fact that they are frozen. I love roasting up frozen vegetables. Frozen broccoli is great roasted. Frozen carrots are great roasted up. Uh, You just want to make sure that you're roasting it at a high heat to evaporate any of the liquid first and then leaving them in long enough for them to get nice and crispy. You can add frozen vegetables to fried rice, curries. I like using cauliflower rice as a base for bowls or mix it in with some rice. Frozen peas and corn, even though they're not technically vegetables, they add color and nutrients to your dishes as well. Edamame is also a really great legume to keep on hand. It steams up really easily or just blanched is really easy. And I love this on bowls as well, kind of Asian style bowls or East Asian style bowls. I have a teriyaki salmon bowl in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club that has roasted broccoli, shredded carrots, as well as edamame rice and a miso maple tahini sauce. It's very simple and it's really, really tasty. My family loves that recipe. So try frozen vegetables. Try a warm salad. Brussels sprouts, kale, beets, broccoli, and cauliflower all make delicious additions to warm salads, either by themselves or over the top of some fresh salad greens. When salad is not as appealing in the wintertime because it's cold, try shredding up your Brussels sprouts and sauteing them really lightly, tossing them with a vinaigrette. Same thing with kale. You can either massage your kale or you can very lightly saute it. Roasted beets are great on a salad. The combination of raw kale with roasted beets is really good because beets are slightly sweet. And so the bitter kale, especially with like a maple mustard vinaigrette, is a really good combination. I also love tossing raw kale with warm quinoa and chickpeas and some raw carrots. I have a recipe on my website for a winter quinoa salad with kale and chickpeas and carrots, like I mentioned. Uh, You could also swap in sweet potatoes as well. That one's really delicious, and that's a great way to get in those vegetables. And like I said, broccoli and cauliflower are also really great additions, and you can pretty much put any sort of salad dressing on any roasted vegetables just like you would your fresh vegetables. Try it. It's delicious. Tip number five, turn them into fries. 
Carrots and parsnips make awesome fries, as do potatoes, of course. So do sweet sweet potatoes. So do turnips. You can use your air fryer if you have an air fryer, your toaster oven, or your oven, obviously. Make sure you're tossing in enough oil to coat, but not too much oil. And then you can add any sort of herbs you want. You can add, obviously, add a good amount of salt. If you take them out of the oven and there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of salt, you can very briefly salt them as soon as they get out of the oven or toss them with some fresh grated Parmesan. Thank me later. So good. Tip number six. Try using vegetables or herbs, which are a vegetable and very nutrient-dense, as a garnish. Cilantro, basil, dill, mint, green onions, jalapenos. Obviously, these are a little less kid-friendly. Quick pickled onions are a favorite in our house as well. My kids will eat so many pickled onions. They're really great on, on top of tacos. Avocado. Any of these are really delicious as garnishes and add a pop of color and a pop of nutrients. Now, some kids will eat them, some kids won't. A a couple ways that are a little bit more inviting to eat some of these are in a sauce. So I like making a cilantro lime crema for tacos. I also like doing an herb yogurt sauce. So I will do cilantro and mint with yogurt. Or of course, you can do a tzatziki with dill as well. So good. And basil, even though it's not really, it's not typically fresh in the wintertime, you can still get it fresh. If you happen to be using basil in a dish, I have a green goddess white bean. Um, My kids call it the Hulk dip. My kids love it. I love it. It's really tasty and really easy to make in the food processor or a blender. So that's a great way to get in vegetables as well. Which brings me to tip number seven. Add them into dips. So any of the vegetables I mentioned can be turned into hummus. So, okay, almost any. You could probably make a broccoli hummus. Now I want to try that. But beet or sweet potato hummus are really delicious. You can use any winter squash, though. Roasted red pepper walnut dip is good. You can buy the the jarred roasted red peppers when red peppers are not in abundance in the wintertime. You can also use many leafy greens in pesto. I use spinach in my spinach almond pesto, but I have also, and that recipe is on my website, I have also used them. I've also used kale for that as well and done a kale pesto or a kale walnut pesto. A roasted carrot dip is also delicious and I feel like highly underrated. You can also use roasted cauliflower for a dip as well. Cauliflower and cashews go really well together, so you can do a cauliflower cashew dip similar to a hummus. Tip number eight sneak them into sauces. Now, I'm not a huge fan of actually sneaking vegetables in. I think it's better if your kids know that they're in there so that they know that they're eating something and enjoying it. But Sometimes you put it in there and if they ask, you tell them and if they don't, they don't. A couple examples of this are my veggie bolognese sauce. So it's a veggie meat sauce. It's not technically a bolognese, but I put so many vegetables in there. When they're available, I put shredded zucchini in there. But if it's not available, I will also do shredded broccoli stalks. I will do shredded sweet potato, which adds some sweetness to the sauce, kind of counteracts the acidity of tomato sauce, depending on how acidic your tomato sauce is. But shredded carrots work in there too. Chopped mushrooms for that savory flavor, onions. What else do I typically put in there? Those are the main ingredients I will put in there, but any shredded vegetables in a meat sauce is delicious. And you can also use lentils instead of ground meat if you are more plant-based as well. I also love adding cauliflower to my mac and cheese. 
There's a recipe in my Budget Kitchen dinners book for a cauliflower mac and cheese that my kids absolutely love. We use bonza pasta, which is made from chickpeas, so it adds some extra protein and fiber, so I don't feel like I need to add another protein to that. So sneaking them into sauces is a great way to get in some vegetables as well. And if you want to go like really crazy, no, it's not really crazy, but if you make a batch of my spinach almond pesto and you have a little bit of it extra, um, you already have the spinach in there, right? I like making my white pesto lasagna, and there's some spinach in that as well. That recipe's in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. That's a member-exclusive recipe. My kids really like that one, too. And you've got some hidden veggies in there without the kids really even knowing because it tastes like pesto. So it's really good. Tip number nine. Add them to your breakfast. Egg cups, frittatas, sweet potato egg nests, all of those recipes, at least the egg cups and the sweet potato egg nests are on my website. Sweet potato protein pancakes, if you have leftover baked sweet potatoes or you can just steam them up, turn them into protein pancakes. These are so, so good. I love them as much as the kids do and I'm not a huge pancake person. Of course, smoothies or a breakfast hash are great ways to get in vegetables in the morning too. I think grated vegetables are underrated as an easy way to get in vegetables. Grated vegetables, I love grated sweet potatoes. They saute up really fast for a kind of the base to a breakfast bowl, and they're really, really tasty. So try them out yourself and try them out with the kids. Make sure to season your vegetables well. Cook in a good amount of whatever your favorite oil is or butter or ghee, and they're really tasty for a more savory breakfast. And then last but not least, tip number 10, Again, with the grated vegetables, but it's a great way to get them in. Honestly, mix them into muffins for snacks. Now, you can also use mashed um, vegetables as well, just like you would pumpkin or pureed, I should say. So pureed sweet potatoes. But we know about zucchini muffins. Why can't you also grate carrots or sweet potatoes or beets? You can. And you can add them to your muffins. So I have an oat flour muffin recipe in my Budget Kitchen breakfast book, and it's also in the Budget Kitchen guide as well. Oat flour is so easy to make at home. It's shocking. All you have to do is grind up rolled oats in your blender or food processor until it's a fine meal, and you can make muffins very, very easily. So it's a great inexpensive way to make muffins that are gluten-free if you've bought gluten-free oats. Um, if you're not super gluten-sensitive, then your oats are generally gluten-free, but they're oftentimes cross-contaminated. So if you need to be gluten-free, get gluten-free oats, but oat flour is a really easy way to make a gluten-free muffin. And they're just really fluffy and tasty. Of course, bananas work for this too, but today we're focusing on the vegetables. So, so many tips, friends. So many tips for eating more vegetables. Embrace those in-season vegetables. Add them to soups, stews, and chilies. Try frozen. Try a warm salad. Turn them into fries. Use them as a garnish. Sneak them into sauces. Add them into dips. Add them to your breakfast or as muffins for a snack. I hope this gave you some new ideas and inspiration for new ways to eat vegetables. If you have ways to eat vegetables in the wintertime or any other time that you have found that work well for your family and I miss them, please reach out to me over on Instagram at Healthy Mama Chris. I love hearing from you. And as always, if you want a ton of weekly meal inspiration, over 70 recipes, bonus podcast episodes, and so much more, 
come join us in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. Think of it as an extension of this podcast. I do cooking videos and bonus tips and tricks about cooking and making cooking easier and more efficient. Plus, like I said, weekly meal inspiration, member exclusive recipes. It starts at $3 a month. So I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Let me know if it was helpful. Let me know any other ideas you have. Maybe I will share them in a later episode. I hope you all have a beautiful week and I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Mommy's podcast. Friend, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Healthy Mama Kitchen podcast. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you love to listen to podcasts. You never miss a cooking tip. If you've been loving this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It truly makes a difference in how many other busy cooks find this show and lets me know what you're loving and want to hear more of. For show notes and links to all the recipes and tools I mention, head to HealthyMamaChris.com slash podcast. For daily eats, cooking tips, and family-friendly shortcut dinner ideas, be sure to follow along over on Instagram at HealthyMamaChris. Remember, cooking for your family may not always feel easy, but it can be simple.